0: Welcome to the Healthy Podcast presented by Melrose Wakefield Healthcare. My name is Rob Bronya, and I am pleased to welcome to Studio B Dr. Lawrence Conway, Medical Director of the Melrose Wakefield Cardiovascular Center and Assistant Professor of Medicine at Tufts University Medical School, and Dr. Ann Garlitsky, Co Director of the New England Cardiac Arrhythmia Center at Tufts Medical Center. And assistant professor of medicine at tufts university school of medicine thank you both for being here and welcome to the healthy podcast thank you rob
1: thank you so much for having us
0: today we're going to be discussing um, affairs of the heart but more specifically we'll talk about advanced cardiac care in the community so let's start with the numbers according to the american heart association heart disease is the nation's number one cause of death, killing 650,000 people every year. And this one really grabbed my attention. With the newly updated guidelines, they say that nearly half of all U.S. adults have some type of cardiovascular disease. So I think we need to define this a little bit first. Um, So what exactly is considered cardiovascular disease? Yeah, so thanks, Rob. It's really important. Um, you know, Dr. Garlicki and I know
2: full well that uh, cardiac disease is the most important um, medical problem that will impact all of our patients and our communities. Cardiac disease <clears throat> it really encompasses all of those things which everyone knows about. I think sure all of our listeners will have a friend or family member uh, or themselves who see a cardiologist or have heart disease. And it runs a gamut from you know, Dr. Garlitsky and I see you know teenagers to people well in their nineties. Uh, I have a, four patients over hundred, which is a good thing. So that's hypertension. That's high. Uh, that's high cholesterol. That's inactivity. That's family history of heart disease. That's heart attack. That's stroke. Those are all the things that <clears throat> that's congestive heart failure and all the things that Dr. Garlitsky takes care of all the
0: cardiac rhythm problems, which are so so prevalent in our community. And with that many people, again, half of adults in the U.S., uh, what is the best way to treat everyone and take care of them? Um, understanding the differences between routine care and emergency care. So
2: um, one of the you know things that's really rewarding in our practice is to see patients before they develop overt heart disease. So seeing um, patients who come in, are just worried about their heart, which is a common reason to see us. You know, I'm, doc, I'm worried about my heart. My dad had a heart attack at 50. What can I do about it? And those are really fun cases because you get to start before something happens. And it's, it's a lot of things like our grandmother told us. It's getting daily exercise. It's going for a walk. If you have your Fitbit, and you're counting your 10,000 steps, that's great. It's <clears throat> eating, a healthy, you know, eating healthy foods, having a healthy lifestyle if you have other risk factors like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, we treat that very, very early so you prevent heart disease as it might happen later on.
1: And the other plug I would mention here is for women as well, uh, breast cancer, which is of course very important, uh, gets a lot of publicity. It's uh, something women are very concerned about and often screen for early and appropriately. Cardiac disease is the same thing, and women often present in atypical fashion. It's not always the same typical presentation of chest pain, chest discomfort that men have. It can be symptoms of lightheadedness, dizziness, nausea. There are a variety of different symptoms. So we're always happy to see patients take their symptoms very seriously and see if they need appropriate further testing or not.
0: Um, that's great, and you know I think that covers sort of the maintaining people's health. Um, but then when it comes to more advanced care that's necessary, when we get into more emergent situations, um, not all community settings are equipped to handle or treat all, all, all cases. Can you talk a little bit about what differentiates between those who um, can handle those situations and those who can't? Yeah, sure. So I'll take us back
2: a, a little bit because I think it's important just a little bit history. So Melrose-Wakeville has been an esteemed hospital for many, many years with a long history of great health care. When Melrose-Wakeville was thinking about finding a tertiary partner, um, a lot of the thought was, well, you know, how do, how do we best work with some of the academic medical centers in Boston and what's the right relationship? And what we found is that Tufts offered something quite unique. It's called the Distributed Academic Model. And what it means is that expert care is not just Meaning have, we have, you know, critically ill or sick patients in the office or in the hospital. We're going to send them into Boston. That's what a lot of most other community hospitals do. We think about it a little different way. So Tufts with experts like Dr. Gerlitsy actually come out to our community. She was actually seeing patients to, <laughs> today in our office. So it's, a, it's, it's something different and, and quite unique. And it's incredibly important to our, to our, to our patients and just for a, cou- a couple examples, I'm going to turn to Dr. Golisz because what she does is actually um, quite quite expert, and she's a world leader in this. So, for <laughs> I'm an interventional cardiologist, so we see patients with heart with heart attacks. You know, seeing them at the worst time in their lives, something that has mortality to it. You can die from a heart attack, obviously. What we've developed at Malrose Wakefield is a 24 24 seven seamless care, such that there are five tremendously trained, all Boston trained interventional cardiologists who are, live within half hour of the hospital and they're a half hour of the within saving their life. An outstanding team of nurses and technicians. Um, and the idea is that we're going to get that, your patient having a heart attack in to get treated all within, most of the time within an hour. Uh, we're proud to say that in the last three years that none of our patients has died from a heart attack which is quite exceptional. Um, we have some of the best outcomes in the, in the, uh, in the surrounding Boston area. We've actually have been participating in a national study of patients who are really ill. I'll talk about it a little bit, who come in in the worst form of heart attack, cardiogenic shock, um, something that's very unique for a community hospital too. And, and in fact, we don't really think of, of ourselves as a community hospital anymore. We think of it, this is, uh, this is when you come into Melrose-Wakefield, you come into Tufts. We offer the highest-end cardiology care, we think, in in
0: our region. Great. Um, And to do all of that work, uh, to treat heart attacks, um, you need special equipment. You need a special sort of place for all that to happen. uh, my understanding is that ambulances can only take someone who's having a heart attack to certain places who have that equipment in place, a like cardiac cath lab. Um, can you talk a little bit about what goes on in the cath lab? Uh, sure, uh, sure, Rob. So we have a
2: tremendous relationship with our uh, primary, you know, first responders, EMTs, firefighters across our region. Um, we have a personal relationship with them. Actually, such we know, you know, we know their first names. They call us, text us, we have a sick patient coming in and we're right there, right there to greet them. Um, the treatment of heart attack has evolved over time um, and most of the time it means coming urgently to the cath lab, but usually if you come in with a heart attack, you spend about five minutes or two minutes getting an EKG, ten minutes in the emergency department, we have you down in the cath lab very, very quickly. Um, the, the thing we measure is how quickly it takes to get a patient from the emergency room to the cath lab. It's called door-to-balloon time. And across the country, that standard is 90 minutes. We do ours in about 60. Um, once you get to the cath lab, rest assured that you're being cared for by a world-class team. Uh, all, the, all my colleagues have uh, many, many years of experience. Most of us are 20 years trained. Most of us have done over 8,000 heart catheterizations and 4,000 angioplasties. What we've seen seen in the last few years is that for the sickest patients who, you know, three or four years ago, unfortunately, would have have died in the cath lab because they were too far gone, they're in shock, which means their heart's so bad that it's not giving blood supply to their brain and the rest of their organs. Those patients, unfortunately, we couldn't do much for them, and some of them would die. Now, that's not true. Um, we've been able, by working with the doctors at Tufts Medical Center, offer what they offer there. We can implant these small <clears throat> pumps through the artery and the leg, which takes over for the heart. You know, when someone has bypass surgery, they go on a bypass machine. this big bypass machine. Well, those are very small now. We can put them in through a catheter. So the patient goes on a bypass machine in the cath lab, rests their heart, and We've had some amazing outcomes in the last couple of years for patients who unfortunately and sadly would have died before are, they're, they're alive today.
1: That's great. That's fantastic.
0: Um, one of the things that truly fascinates me about the human body is that is, it's this ultimate organic structure or organism, yet it runs on electric power.
1: That's right.
0: Um, so Dr. Garlitsky, as an electrophysiologist, Um, How do you enter enter into the picture in uh, in all of this? And can you explain sort of what you do? Sure.
1: So I tell patients, as does Larry, that I'm the electrician of the heart. Uh, So I see patients for a variety of reasons. Uh, Sometimes it is for a device implant. So there are many different types of devices. They fall into two broad categories of pacemakers and defibrillators. Uh, that are placed for somewhat different indications. If people have slow heart rates, then they get a pacemaker. Uh, And I do implant those here at Melrose Wakefield. Uh, If they have the concern for a fast heart rhythm or have had a life-threatening fast heart rhythm, then they may need a defibrillator. And again, that implant can be done here uh, locally. So usually, I get referred from my colleagues. uh, Once they've seen either a primary care doctor or a cardiologist, uh, I then enter the picture uh, for consideration of this kind of therapy. The other half of what we do are procedures called ablations. Uh, Also, uh, we have a great uh, team here at Melrose Wakefield Uh, The nurses are fantastic, so I don't do these procedures alone. I have a great team here, and we all work together to do ablations, which are procedures where we thread catheters from the groin into the veins, into the heart, and then actually can apply energy to short circuit, so to speak, these abnormal circuits. And what we have here are these amazing three-dimensional mapping systems. So the same system that I would use at Tufts Medical Center, we have here. And that allows us to create, in real time, a three-dimensional picture of the heart and actually look at the abnormal circuit, look at the activation. Uh, And that's also great for the patient because this helps minimize fluoroscopy, in other words, x-ray exposure. So it's a great technology that uh, we have to offer.
0: That's great. Um, From your perspective, Dr. Conway did a great job talking about from the Melrose-Wakefield perspective on what it means having this great uh, relationship. Now, from your perspective, from the Tufts Medical Center side, can you talk a little bit about what that means to you, what that means to your patients, what that means to their families? Um, you know, when, when you factor in all of the travel time and and parking costs and, and all of the other things, uh, can you talk a little bit about that value?
1: Sure. So it may seem like small, little, you know, everyday issues, parking. But it actually is a big deal to patients where they are seen today. Actually, one of my patients was saying exactly that. that They were so happy to find out that they can be seen locally, not have to drive into Boston. It is a big deal for some of our elderly patients um, who may not have anyone to drive them that far. Uh, who are not comfortable taking transportation into the city. Uh, So these are small things, but really important ones on a day-to-day basis. Also, I think they feel very comfortable being in the setting here where their physicians normally are, that I'm coming to them. They know that I have a relationship with their physicians, um, and they feel like it's at home. They know the office. They know this hospital. So I think that's important uh, for the patients to be comfortable.
0: And are there other things that the collaboration brings? I know you, you mentioned um, a study, uh, for example. Um, you know, are, are there other things that we should all know about? Well, I, I think there are. I think, um, you know, hospitals have, have a look and a,
2: and a feel. Um, and one thing that the the relationship with Tufts is brought to Melrose-Wakefield is has a look and feel of a downtown academic medical center. We have car- cardiology fellows, so Dr. Garlitsky and I are their professors. And so... A- a key part of their training is being at Melrose Wakefield. So we have the young, aspiring, you know, the next smart, great cardiologists are actually training with us. The next generation. The next generation, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm a little older than so yours. <laughs> yeah, so you're in the middle generation. So, but it's really fun. So it's actually it, it, the, collegi- the collegiality and the um, the fun of. We we, we love, Dr. Girlis and I, we love practicing cardiology. We talk about it all the time. You know, truth be told, she's a good friend of mine. But we talk about our, our patients. And it's fun to be able to teach the residents and fellows. at Melrose-Wakefield, now it's not just a cardiologist, it's surgical residents. Um, and it gives the hospital a different, a different feel. And I can tell you, patients really notice it. They feel like they're in a, you know... Exciting, burgeoning hospital. It's like a downtown medical center. Um, Dr. Goetzke and I are friends for a long time. We've, we've been at Tufts together for a long time. So on Thursdays, I'm actually doing interventional cardiology at Tufts, and um, she shares or uses my office. So <clears throat> I clean on, his office on, on Wednesday nights. <laughs> Wednesday nights, I have to make sure. Oh my God, I have to clean it before she comes. She'll, <laughs> kill, she'll kill me if it's messy the next day. <laughs> we, the two of us, have a lot of fun taking care of patients. I and I think I I know this is true. I mean. I, I love sharing patients with her because my patients get the best care and that they're seeing one, one of the nicest people I know. And I
1: think our patients sense that, that everyone's very collegial because yeah. they, they know that their care is integrated, that their physicians are being updated immediately. Um, you know, there's communication.
0: Well, thank you both very much for being here. This was great. Um, Dr. Lawrence Conway, medical director of the Melrose-Wakefield Cardiovascular Center and assistant professor of medicine at Tufts University School of Medicine. And Dr. Ann Garlitsky, co-director of the New England Cardiac Arrhythmia Center at Tufts Medical Center and assistant professor of medicine at Tufts University School of Medicine. Thank you both for being here at the Healthy Podcast. Thank you, Rob.
1: Thank you very much for having us.
0: And if you've enjoyed this podcast or have feedback for us or want to suggest future topics, please drop us a note at community at melrosewakefield.org. The Healthy Podcast is co-produced by Melrose Wakefield Healthcare and Wakefield Community Access Television. For more information, listings of community events and lectures, or to find a doctor, visit melrosewakefield.org. All content heard on The Healthy Podcast was created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or qualified provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.